Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. On Wednesdays, we chat through what's making headlines in beauty land. And I am Lee Campbell. And I'm Erin Doherty. And I'm so excited for this episode. It's a good episode, right? We've made a last minute change to keep the news. Last minute switcheroo. Very current. Firstly, I promised the listeners last week we would report back on the Charlotte Tilbury Concealer. I'm wearing it. You look so good. Okay, I read your article, which was fantastic, and we'll link to it in the show notes. I have come to like it. I ended up liking it. I feel like you love it. I really like it. I like it. I'm older than you, though, by 10 years, so I've got crepier lines at the outer corner. It kind of highlighted my lines, but I get very dark on the inner corner. So when I focused it mostly on the inner corner, yeah, yeah that I think was less is more definitely. You need a tiny amount. Tiny bit. Yes. But, like, much better than I thought it was going to be. Better than I I'm thought. Shocked. Still matte, but not matte, but shimmery, but not shimmery. It's very hard to explain. Anyway. You've got to try it. It's like, worth go in store and get a little swatch. Get a swipe. And also, I just wanted to say something before we get started, because everyone's heard of the sunscreen brand Naked Sundays, founded by Samantha Brett, Australian entrepreneur and ex-newsreader. Anyway, she's written this really great book. It's called The Magic Sunscreen, and it's for kids to teach them about the importance of sun safety. So any Ubies listening with little ones, I know how hard it is to get sunscreen on a toddler. You need the book, The Magic Sunscreen. That's so cute. So cute. All right, Erin, what are we talking about? Well, an article we published on Mamma Mia last week has gone viral, so we're going to share with you all the details in a moment. Plus, we're going to be talking about Priceline top sellers that have just been announced and we're going to weigh in on the products we think are worth it. But first... Erin, it's better beauty time. It's better beauty time. So every month we highlight a brand or product that's doing amazing things in the sustainability space. Who have we got this month? So this month we're spotlighting New Zealand brand Atik, which started back in 2012. I feel like New Zealand is like... Yeah, they know what's up. They know They're what's up on this. Every brand is a New Zealand brand. I know, I love that. Australia, come Can on. Can we just spell Atik for you? Because I thought it was Ethik. Okay, and I thought it was... Ethiki. Ethiki. <laughs> So it's the brand you would have seen, E-T-H-I-Q-U-E, but it's pronounced Atik. Atik. But if you haven't heard of it before, it's 100% plastic free. You've probably seen their beauty bars. Like I feel like their beauty bars were kind of the first ones entering the market a few years ago. Since it started, it has prevented over 20 million plastic bottles from ending up in landfills wow. across the world because of these beauty bars, which yes. is amazing. So they're shampoo and conditioner bars. They're soap-free, pH balance, and they cut down on your plastic shampoo and conditioner bottles that obviously just end up in landfill. Yeah. 
The beauty bars basically have 8% of the carbon footprint of a liquid product. Wow. And the concentration is equivalent to three full bottles. Oh, wow. So, like, so it's going to last little beauty you longer bar, as well. It's like three full bottles, yeah. So it makes sense. And you get like funny. 80 washes out of it. Yeah. So that's hectic. Because beauty bars are having a moment. Like every brand is doing them now. Shampoo, conditioner, skincare. But these guys launched so long ago. They've been doing it for ages. Yeah. But so I just thought they had the hair care beauty bars, but they also have a solid skincare line. Oh, Did you know yeah. that? I didn't know um, that. So they've got like a solid serum. What? Which is really weird. It's out of the box. Serum? Yes. And obviously that helps with, you know, not purchasing the bottled products. It's also more affordable and you get more uses out of them as well. The same with their hair care products. The signature moisturizers, which are in the bar form as well, they're packaged in home compostable tubes that can then be like thrown into the garden and they just wow. help to promote new plant growth. They're wow. like fertilizer. How weird is oh this? My God. We're living it's... in the future. <laughs> we are, except they were on it in the past. But with like beauty bars and stuff like that, I feel like most people are a little like hesitant about it and they're like, oh, it's probably not as good. Yes. I must say, I've always thought, oh, it's Same. a bit health food hippie like, shop. weird. Yeah. Mm. But if it's not your thing, they also have this concentrates line where they basically break down the bars in hot water to create like a liquid version of the product and you use them in bottles that you might have in the house so you're not buying new plastic bottles. So that's another clever way that they're making really good movements in the sustainability space. What a brilliant brand. And I'm so glad. I mean, it's not brand new and they haven't got anything brand new, but it's really important to pay homage to the people that are leading the way. Exactly. And I didn't know they did solid skincare. So that's interesting. I I want to give that a go. I need to try a solid serum. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out their stuff yet, head to atiqueworld.com. This is the one treatment as a dermatologist I would never do. It has to be microdermabrasion. So Erin, I saw late last week, you did a fantastic article. I saw it on Instagram because I follow you beauty Instagram. And I was like, yes, girl, yes. I could not agree more. And it's something I've been saying the whole time. Can you tell me what this article was? Oh my gosh. It was the Melbourne dermatologist and skin summit expert, Dr. Shami Thiessen, who goes by Dr. Shami. This is the article you're talking about, I hope. It's where she talked about the one treatment that she would never do. Yes. It's one of the most popular treatments. It is. Microdermabrasion. Mm -hmm. She said she hates it, would 11 out of 10 never recommend. (laughs) I felt like I needed to lie down after seeing it. So she basically said that microdermabrasion gives you that really temporary feel-good glow. Oh, yeah. It's like addictive, but it just destroys your skin barrier and microbiome. She said that it's basically, you know, metallic polish. You've got your aluminium hydroxide or sodium bicarbonate that's sprayed all over your whole face and then it's just suctioned off with like a metallic brush. Mm. I never thought about this. And it makes your skin feel so squeaky clean and nice. Because you've polished off the first layer of your skin. (laughs) This just gives me flashbacks. When I first discovered chemical exfoliants, and they were sort of new on the block, I was using something you meant to use once or twice a week every night because it made my skin so radiant and so yeah. glowy. Give me the glow. I literally melted my barrier away. And that's what this is <laughs> And that's what, what this is doing. Yes. So she said that it can then lead to skin conditions like rosacea and acne flare-ups and I'm thinking like maybe this is why my skin is so damn sensitive because you are a also, micro fan? It, yeah, like I would get it like every now and then if I'm going in for a treatment, I would possibly just get microdermabrasion. The real kicker for me though was when she said that you may as well just use an apricot scrub on your face. 
Like, Poor apricot scrub. I feel I like know. I feel like microdermabrasion is worse. I know. Well, she said you're basically doing the same thing, but spending more money, oh. which was just that little bit. Ugh. I feel like we've come a long way. Like microdermabrasion had such a moment, let's say ten years ago. Yeah. But really, in the last three to four years, it has been all about Skin protecting barrier. the barrier. You know, respecting the barrier. Less is more. Less exfoliation. And I think that that's just the trend that's going. So I agree with her. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners going, "Oh my god, I love or love." Loved microdermabrasion and that was, you know, the treatment du jour for a really long time. But as we learn more about our barrier and that that's protecting so much, it's got to go. Yeah, it's got to go. I wish someone told me though. <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> okay, so we had a whole other segment prepared for this third section, but Erin has just stumbled into the office <laughs> from one of the best events of the year, the Priceline Beauty Prescription. And it's so pervy. There's all the brands stocked at Priceline. So it's like a fun fair market. But they also put out really interesting statistics. And as soon as she walked in the door, I ripped out the pamphlet. My pamphlet's gone. <laughs> so I want to tell you all about what Australian women and men are buying because it's so pervy. And I've already got a bit of FOMO. So in the top 10 makeup products, number one and number two are the same mascara. A mascara I have not tried yet oh, because you I, haven't tried it. I went to buy it for three months straight and couldn't get it, and I just gave up. It is the Maybelline New York Lash Sensational Sky High Mascara. Number one is blackest black, and number two is very black, the waterproof. So the fact that it's one, one, and two. I love this mascara. Do you? It's so good. All it right. actually lives up to the hype. I feel like it makes your lashes like super spidery and nice. Well, now I'm going back into Priceline because I forgot I gave up. Interestingly, top 10 makeup products are almost all eyes. So number three is a lash brow gel mascara from Essence. Number four is an Essence mascara. Number nine is a L'Oreal mascara. No foundations? No. I lie. Uh, Nude by Nature Natural Mineral Cover Foundation is number six. That's always in the top ten. I've gone to this event for ten years in a row. That's always in the top ten. Nail products. Ooh, it looks like we've all done a lot of damage to our nails. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of Sally Hansen Harder's nails, Double Duty Base and Top Coat, and some stick-on nails. Three out of the ten are stick-on nails. So that's interesting. That might be off the back of COVID, maybe. I think so. And also just for me, I use them when I need my hands to look nice because I don't like getting a manicure. I can't sit there for an hour. So I just stick on some nails. Oh. Okay. Top 10 facial skincare products. This is exciting. This is wild. The top eight out of 10 are all from the same brand. I mean, can we guess which? The Ordinary. The Ordinary. So their hyaluronic acid is number one. Their niacinamide and zinc is number two. The squalene. Squalene. Cleanser, which is amazing, is number three. So, wow, that's not surprising. Garnier comes in at number nine with a sheet mask and then some acne spots at number ten. Top ten fragrances. Uh, Let's talk about the fragrances. What are they? Aussie women love a celebrity fragrance. (laughs) And I can't lie, I do too because they're formulated to be really crowd-pleasing. They're hard to not like. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like Sarah Jessica Parker, New York. Oh, (laughs) still so good. Lovely. Ariana Grande takes out number one, number two and number three with Ari, Sweet Like Candy and Cloud. Britney Spears is in there. Ariana Grande again at eight. Britney Spears is in there. Britney is again at number nine. So... Priceline customers love a celebrity fragrance. So I'm going to head into Priceline and find that mascara and I shall report back. 
Oh, and on that note, we're dumb. Damn it. I want to talk all day long about so many <laughs> products. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you love this podcast, pretty please, we would love if you gave us a review. So from world-class podcasts to events, videos and articles, a Mamma Mia subscription gives you unlimited access to powerful women's stories you don't hear anywhere else, all for as little as $5.75 a month. Learn more about subscribing to Mamma Mia in the show notes. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. Kelly will be back with you tomorrow for another episode of Spotlight. Bye-bye. Bye.